0: Murray Olds, Aussie correspondent with us now. Hey, Muzz. Hey,
1: Heather. Good afternoon. Whoop, up,
0: up go your interest rates by 50 basis points?
1: Yeah, it, widely expected. It's the fifth straight uh, interest rate rise in the last five months. Up. Uh, it was only 0.1% back in May. Now we're at 2.35 percent, that's the highest rate, Heather, since Christmas 2014. Uh, And many are already talking about feeling the pinch big time. Australia's biggest lender, the Commonwealth Bank, uh, is warning Heather that the worst is yet to come. It typically takes three months to, um, you know, for that initial pain to work its way through the system. So we're now five months in. Uh, we're looking at inflation being uh, 75 maybe, you maybe know, nudging 8% by Christmas. And the Reserve Bank has made it very, very clear. It wants inflation to be back within that target range of 2 to 3%. So the pain is set to continue. But you can't tell that from the economy. It's going down well. Retail sales hit an all-time high in July, $35 billion in the month. That's more than a billion bucks a day. So people are still spending... But the, uh, the Commonwealth Bank is warning the pain is just waiting uh, at the top end of the hill. It's about to come rolling down and belt people.
0: Yeah, Marz, um After watching the Scott Morrison interview or reading about it, have you? Have you? Has he won you over?
1: No, he hasn't. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean. He, I just don't get this guy. He has trashed his own legacy. He's trashed his own Mm. reputation. There was a chance for a pretty soft interview with Paul Murray. He's apparently a good friend of Scott Morrison. Paul's a good mate of mine. And Paul handled him with kid gloves last night, an opportunity to say sorry. Well, no, he wouldn't. Morrison, in fact, there was no apology. At times, he not only discounted the significance of what he had done, i.e. pinched five other ministries, but also hinted that uh, the criticism, which has been pretty brutal, The criticism of what he did secretly uh, was nothing more than political payback. He says he's, you know, he did nothing wrong. So, uh, look, I don't know what he's going to do. As long as he's sitting in Parliament, he's going to be this lightning rod for uh, the Labor government to belt up the opposition. So, you know, the figures out this week, heavens above, uh, Labor and Albanese streets in front Mm. of the opposition under Peter Dutton. What Morrison's going to do, I'm not sure, but... uh, he really is, uh, look, he's a guy from yesterday. That's all I could say, really.
0: I mean, he's not got a lot of support, has he? I'm looking at a Guardian poll. It's got 51% no. of people who reckon he should resign and only 25% of them sh- think he shouldn't resign. Surely he should just take a hint.
1: Well, take a hint. Put a, uh, you know, a smart young uh, woman into his seat of cook. It's a very safe seat there. In, uh, it, it's just the other side of Sydney Airport. Unless, must, unless young,
0: I mean, it's possible you know, that he thinks if he sticks around that he might be able to rehabilitate himself. Right? That's the only explanation oh, for staying.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I guess you, that, that could be a, that could be right. I mean, he, he might think that. Um, but heavens above, he's on the nose on both sides of politics over here. Uh, the best thing he could probably do is to is to resign. I know there's a by-election then. But, um, you know, if you do put a smart candidate in there, let's, you know, get all radical and pick a very well-credentialed young woman. Hello, Liberal Party. Hello, you're listening. Uh, and, you know, he could then move on. But maybe he hasn't got a job outside to go to.
0: How on earth have we ended up with, what, like 4,000 people stranded in Bye. Bali?
1: Astonishing, isn't it? Uh, I mean, Qantas has been getting all the headlines as we've got back into travel. I hesitate to say post-COVID because COVID is still a thing here, it's still a thing in New Zealand, it's still a thing around the world. Qantas has been dreadful. Canceled flights, lost luggage, poor service. But now, nine newspapers are saying 4,000 poor buggers on holiday in Bali can't get home. Their flights have been canceled, often with no notice. They've turned up at the airport, big sign, sorry, you're not going anywhere, and thousands are now stuck in Bali. No date to return home, no new flight, forking out for unbudgeted food and accommodation. Uh, And as I say, nine newspapers have the reporting that more than half of the Jetstar international fleet is grounded because of engineering problems. A story last night on the national broadcaster here in Australia, Qantas, which is the parent company, sacked 8,000 staff when it was grounded by COVID. A huge number of those were engineers and it's wondering why it can't get planes in the air.
0: Yeah, too, right. Mars, thank you for that. Murray Olds, Australia correspondent.